0: It's not enough.
1: Okay. Welcome back to Paul Don't Lie, right here on 1049 The Horn, Smooth Soul Monday edition of Paul Don't Lie. And we are looking live, actually. Uh, we're hanging out at J Park Saloon and Standard in Buda, 404 Main Street in Buda. Uh, grand opening, and it's a quaint fantastic spot love it uh, transports you to another uh, place in time and uh, it's a great we'll give you some details about it great menu um, we've already gotten some um, some really cool reviews from our own actually uh, Brock and uh, Jack as well both uh, got a chance to sample some of the items at the soft opening this is the actual grand opening so if you want a date night spot this will probably be the spot it is um, I believe 21 And up on the bar on the inside, but then they do have an outside seating area as well, Um, and I believe at the outside seating area, uh, you can kind of, uh, you know, bring uh, the family, bring who you want for the outside seating area, but inside, uh, they do have a uh, 21 and up rule, and it's fantastic. Also, they do have a no phones rule uh, in the dining room. So, you want your phone, you got to stay outside, too. <laughs> That's the way it works here at Jay Park Saloon and Standard. So, we'll give you some more details about it. Great location, uh, 404 Main Street here in Buda. We're going to get into some Texas Longhorn football conversation. Uh, Caesars actually has the over-under win totals for the Big 12 teams. We'll dive into that. We'll also get into some of the off-season news, notes, and nuggets from uh, the different reports from a lot of the, uh, the great entities that cover Texas football. Uh, we'll also get into Harsh Knock Life coming up at 4:30. what you got for the people arch i'm
0: gonna talk a little bit about college baseball the college world series is going on and there has been some really good games i know a lot of people are still upset that the texas longhorns are not participating but you're missing out on some really good baseball if you're tuned out
1: um, all right that's pretty good because i need to get caught up on the college world series i'll admit i've been i've been watching a lot of it or enough of it so i'm looking forward to harsh knock live to kind of get the uh, cliff notes the ones that matter for my man heart. So we'll do and that. I'm gonna give up. you my
0: Soul Patrol uh, review. I like that. I watched uh, Fast Ten this weekend.
1: Oh, you watched Fast X. I watched Fast. You X watched Fast X. X. All yeah. right, so I want to get that because yeah, I know Chad was recommending it to everybody. Chad saw it twice, I believe, in in the movie
0: theaters twice in theaters in the movie theaters. theaters.
1: The movie theaters. Yeah. You yeah. you streamed it.
0: Yeah, I sure did. Okay, so yeah. you didn't
1: even have the... That was my father's you didn't day. I wanted to the, relax. Oh, did you watch it with your son? I watched it with everybody, yeah. Everybody and kids yeah, watch. it? Also, yeah. it, what, it's a PG-13? I
0: mean... My uh our house kids. Is, I was going to say, our house is PG-13, dog. <laughs> what is it rated? Uh, I, I, I don't even know what it was rated. I know oh, that oh I watched God. it. We watched it. That is great. Yeah, there wasn't no – no, It wasn't inappropriate for kids? No, it was no inappropriate. All right, there you <now>. go. None <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's great. All right, just looking forward <laughs> to the,
1: the Fast X review because yeah. uh, Chad was really, really high on it. And you've seen all of them, correct? I have seen all okay, of so them. Okay, so I need you to rate it yeah. among the other Fast Uh, In the Furious in the franchise. So we'll get to that coming up in Hard Knock Life. Um, Also, uh, coming up a little bit later on, we'll get back to the NBA, of course. Big stories in the NBA. Bradley Beal traded to the Suns. uh, So we'll talk more about that coming up later on in the show. All right, uh, Hard, you found this, and this was uh, from CBS Sports, actually, Mm -hmm. but they are taking the win totals from Caesar Sportsbook. Um, in Vegas, and it's based on their 2023 projected over unders for the Big 12 teams. Uh, we can go through all the Big 12 teams, but of course, we're going to focus mostly on Texas. Uh, they're not really high on the Baylor Bears. No. Uh, they got the Baylor Bears at six and a half wins. I'll just ask you, and we'll say if we we'll go over under, if we'll take the over or the under. Six and a half wins, Baylor Bears. I'll take. Ooh, I'll take the. Right now, I'll take the under. Mm. I don't know if I like Baylor right now. They don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Exactly. They're worried about the quarterback. They don't that, like
0: Shapin apparently. That, which is crazy. Because they me let that they, shape,
1: don't like they let the other quarterback go because they loved Shapen. Yeah. Remember they named Shapen the starter actually prematurely because they loved him so much and they assumed oh Shapin's going to be. Yeah. You know the guy. They thought he going was going to be the guy. And they, now they don't have faith in him. That concerns me.
0: No. That concerns me a little bit. It's it's the part that is really concerning to me about the shaping deal, going to your point. You let your quarterback go, and then you bring in another kid whose dad actually was a teammate of mine, Sawyer Robertson, is now the backup quarterback, and you're not in love with him either. So, Baylor, what are you going to do because of the fact that the one thing that your team was lacking last year was the, the leadership at the quarterback position?
1: Man, I, thought, I thought last year it would be a lot better than they so, were, yes. too. I think everybody that's, did. Everybody did. Uh, I think I got change at D.C. there. Uh, they do have a – listen, Texas State is doing some interesting things. I'm yeah. not sure Texas State's going to be good immediately, but they are using the transfer market yes. probably as much as any program in Texas, or more so. You th- yeah. Can you think of a, a college football program in Texas that's used to – the transfer portal more no, this offseason? No. This, Texas State?
0: But Texas State was already doing that with the previous coaching staff, yeah. but it wasn't going at this Not level. at
1: this rate. Yeah,
0: well, and, and the, the different types of players that they're bringing in, too. Think yeah. about, you got the quarterback from Arkansas, Hornsby, who is from Houston, mm-hmm. originally from Houston. Okay. You brought in, like, seven different uh, offensive players. Then you go look on the defensive side. It's almost like they're Colorado. They're going after – Recruits like Colorado has been doing in the transfer portal, yeah, and yeah. they're still keeping their connection with the high school as well because they've been having camps and all the high school kids have been going there even more so now. Yeah, no, it's uh,
1: the numbers are mind blowing uh, what they're doing uh, via the transfer portal. They're in Texas State, uh, so uh, you know maybe that's a win, maybe not. But I don't know for some reason they got Long Island on the schedule, so I'm sure they'll beat Long Island. <laughs> uh, then they got to play. They got to play Utah. Yep, part their non-con too. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. They're going to play Utah. Uh, you know, Texas Tech ain't going to be no easy win. We'll see at Cincinnati. I actually think Iowa State will be better than most people this year, kind of like them. U of H, that should be a win. They should beat U of H. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia,
0: uh, kind of a toss-up. We still up. don't know. I know toss I, up. I, I'm trying to see if Neil is going to be able to make it through. Mm-hmm. Neil Brown, I wonder if he's going to make it through the season this um, year.
1: The one th- yeah, that's a good point. The one thing that makes me want to pick the over, though, with Baylor is that I do love – uh, I love the coach, man. I'm yeah. a big, I'm a big fan of Dave. Dave Miranda. I love me some Dave Veranda. I do. Smooth. So if w- anything, I'll say you know what? I don't believe in the quarterback, but I do believe in the coach. Usually, having both is what helps you win a lot of games. Yeah. I don't know if they have both, but I like me some Dave Veranda. So, and I guess I'll flip my, from my under to the over because I like Dave Veranda. If you Dave look Aranda at the text
0: line, you forget. Speaking of the quarterback, you remember who they were supposed to have be their quarterback? Maybe this year was Austin Novacek. He decommitted like last That's minute. That's right. That's
1: right. That's yeah. a great Went point, to Yeah, and that's you know what I think he was committed to Dave Aranda. Right. I think he liked. He just really liked Dave Aranda, like we all do. And then at the end, it was like. I Man, my talent is too immense. I can't.
0: <laughs> I can't waste it here. I can't waste it here. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: well, and, and you know, I, I think ultimately he just, yeah, it was like he didn't know if they would have any consistency yeah. at Baylor that he needed as a player to guarantee his, not guarantee his success, but give him a better chance at success once he took over the starting role. Yeah. But I, we all love small awesome Navasat. That's a, that's a good point there, uh, Jack. Thanks for bringing that up. All right. Uh, let's take BYU over under five and a half wins. Man, nobody ever knows what BYU is going to bring to the table. They're grown. They're grown men. Yes. You're talking about going on missions and paying mortgages. They have kids, some of them. A lot of them, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, fam- majority, not kids, just families. families. They right? got families. Yeah, if you have kids, they got families. All right, they're paying mortgages. I have no idea what BYU's going to be. I, w- I will admit that. They got Dean
0: Clovis, though. Slovis, I mean, the quarterback that's bounced around quite a bit. Is that good or bad? Uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They got him. We him. don't know what's going to happen with that team, as you said. This is a mature team, older team. Keaton Slovis—I mean, Slovis is one of those guys that's been around for a while, so he fits in perfectly yeah. with that group.
1: Yeah, I don't know. What to I'll admit they got—they got, they got at, at Arkansas is one of their non-cons uh, that that could end up being tough. Um, but I'm not sure what BYU should be. I know there will be a tough win. I mean, for Texas, that'll be a tough game.
0: Yeah, I always think it'll be a is. win
1: for Texas, but it'll be a tough game. Uh, UCF—they have over under at seven wins.
0: Mm. I've always been a UCF fan. So you take the over uh, with UCF in a new conference? First I gu- year? I like Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn's a good coach. Is, I like, the, I like their coach. quarterback. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: Rice Plumley. Yep. Yeah. Yep, they return to the QB.
0: And he play, he's the one that plays baseball. He's, okay. um, he played center field and, and then went and played in the spring game. He did a Dion. They put him in a cart and drove mm. him all the way across the school so he can go in there and play. So I like them. I'll put them, right at, I'll put them over seven.
1: Uh, I agree with you. Returning to your head coach to your quarterback is big. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's and a big Mal thing. And Malzone's a good doggone coach, too. Yes. He got ran out of uh, Auburn for no reason.
1: Uh, yeah. No, I'm with I am I think he's already proven that he's a coach that can improve a program. No yeah. question about it. Uh, Over-under, five-and-a-half wins for Cincinnati.
0: I, 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 oh. I'm going to go ahead and go under. Ooh, I'm going to yeah. pick the under on them. I, I just don't know what they have. Uh, I mean
1: Yeah. I mean they've been really good over the past five seasons, but this is obviously a news new, new season situation. and a new pick new yeah. Big twelve or a new conference I should say. Um and they have to go up a level. Yeah, fifty three and eleven last five years. Yeah I mean, they got two, a national
0: championship, don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, got a couple of was. conference championships, yeah. yeah but Scott Scott Frost, football playoff,
1: the college football playoff uh, appearance in that time yeah. span, so I Yeah, I like them, but I don't like them that much. I'll say right now, maybe it's a push. I'll take them at like five, really five wins, so they're five and a half. So I guess I'll go under. You got to go under, yeah. Yeah, uh, oh,
0: Houston, um, over under five wins. Under. They may not even make it through the season. <laughs> Dana is on some thin ice.
1: Yeah, they got UTSA. I think I'll take Jeff Trailer on that one. Yep. We'll see. Uh, UTSA is been pretty good. They bring the quarterback back again, right? UTSA does. Yeah. Every year. Frank Same Harris. Guy. Frank Harris. Yes. Um, and they play Ed Rice, Sam Houston, TCU. Nobody knows TCU is going to be. I'll say
0: right now. You like over. TCU? I thought. I thought you liked them. Well, they they bring back what Chandler was it? Morris their starting quarterback. Yeah, but,
1: yeah. um No, I just I don't know I don't know what TCU is going to be because they got they, they lost probably as much high level talent as any Power Five program. Um, and they were they were. They were baked at the right time, um, but we'll see. But U of H, you say you'll go under?
0: Yeah, they believe that one of their wins might be out. Would be. They believe that one of their wins would be Texas. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, not having that. They don't have enough in the cupboard over there. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't see that happening.
1: I don't see. It. They got them beating UTSA too. Yeah, it's weird. They got them beating UTSA, uh, beating Texas here in. Oklahoma State and yeah. West Virginia. Yeah, yeah I don't see it. U of H beaten, But we'll see. It's at U of H, I believe. Yeah, it, it is. Maybe they got him as that night, that home game where crazy things happened. Iowa State over under at six wins. Um, I'll take over.
0: You think they're going to have a bounce back here?
1: Yeah. I'll take the over with Iowa State. I like Iowa I Hunter Deckers was the only quarterback to start every game for his team last season. Mm-hmm. And I think Matt Campbell's a decent coach. I think Matt Campbell just had an off year. And they've been recruiting probably as well as Purdy, you know, Xavier Hutchinson, Brees Hall, and Charlie Kohler and that group leaving. Yeah. I'll say with that group that he's been recruiting, they bounce. I'll take the over.
0: Okay. Over
1: six wins.
0: Uh, I want to believe in Matt Campbell. I want to believe in who he is. As you said, Hunter Deckers. Six wins, I believe that is the one that will be a push. Okay. I think they get to six wins, but I don't think they go over
1: it. Okay.
0: I can see six that. Six wins, you still get to go to a bowl, right? So, yeah. yeah.
1: Six wins, you still.
0: <laughs> that
1: is the very low standard. <laughs> uh, Kansas, they got Kansas at six wins.
0: I'll take the overweight Kansas. I'll take it as well. I like Kansas.
1: Yeah, Jared they got that quarterback
0: back. They got that Lee Pole. Lance Lee Pole's good coach. Yep. Yeah. I think I think that they're gonna be yeah. a better team as well. As if an, he can stay healthy. That's an he easy idea. Stay IR. healthy. Yeah. I
1: agree. Even if he doesn't stay healthy, they got a chance to win more. Remember they had the quarterback yep. come in last year, it wasn't bad. They must he, if your quarterback gets hurt back to back years and you're ill prepared, that's on you. That's bad coaching. I think Lance Paul's a good coach. He's gonna anticipate Jalen Daniels going down at one point. Yeah. Uh Kansas State over under eight wins, over. I love Chris Kleiman. And they bring back
0: their coat their quarterback. Yeah. Will the, one, the pill Howard, the, will the, the thrill the, Howard. The one that we was nervous about if he'd have played the whole game might have been a little something else because they had Jay well, I, I Mart, he, Mart- how, did, Martinez did play. Did he play at all? No. He, I, I don't know
1: if he played at no, all they, against Texas.
0: I think he took one or two snaps late. I don't know if he played at all against Texas.
1: I think yeah, I think he basically, yeah, they should have started with him, but they didn't. Man, so Adrian Martinez, wins, that's a
0: lot.
1: But he wins a lot, but Chris Kleiman has probably – He's going over that. I know at least twice. Didn't yeah, I can't, last bet, against year. can't bet against him. You can't bet him. And he should have won double digit games his first year. Yep. But I think the, the Oklahoma game was really close with them early on. Man, Chris Klein is a hell of a coach. I'll take K State over. I'm in. in I'm eight. in on that. Uh, I can't o- bet against him. Oklahoma over under nine and a half wins, under for yeah. me right now. Yeah,
0: I got to go under with that. Venables, right is he even being able to recruit people?
1: We don't know. Right. That's what I'm like. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not sure about Venables. I I think Oklahoma as a program will bounce back and right. What happens with Venables or if he's successful or not, they're going to bounce back. It's Oklahoma. Um, But, you know, maybe some of their – some of the bad luck that's affected a lot of programs when it comes to coaching hires, maybe now finally the regression to the mean for Oklahoma has happened where they made a mediocre hire at head coach. Yeah. When Lincoln Riley and Bobson were both, I don't know, basically top five coaches within uh, two years of you hiring them in college football. <laughs> Man, who makes hires yeah. like that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like yeah. That's
1: unbelievable. And now you got, he may not be a terrible head coach, but he's not going to be top five head coach in college football within his first two years like Lincoln Riley and Bob was both back-to-back. Yeah. And so I think now, Oklahoma, the regression will be, yeah, you're a good program, but you're going to win eight, maybe nine games, somewhere around there. I don't know if they dominate the conference. Obviously not because they're going to move to the well, SEC. Well, they're moving to the but that, too. But, you know, dominate this season like they've dominated the conference previously.
0: Yeah, I, and for me too, when you look at what's been going on, especially now with the transfer portal and the players that they're getting and not getting and the players that are leaving Oklahoma to go other places, that never used to happen like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to be at Oklahoma, big-time players because they were excited about knowing that you were going to be playing for championships. Mm-hmm. Now you're in a recruiting cycle. If he, I believe if he would have been able to keep Caleb Williams, things would have been a lot different for him in his first year.
1: I mean, so no way he was going to keep Caleb well, Williams. Well, that's what
0: I'm saying. But you don't have a quarterback coming into the season. Even I'm a big Dylan Gabriel yeah, fan. I are. like Dylan Gabriel. If he didn't get hurt, that 49 nothing that, that game is a totally different ball game. I strongly believe that. Because the other quarterbacks that they had, they had no clue on what was going on on the football field. Dylan Gabriel, when he came back, they started winning, putting them in better positions. That's how they got to their bowl game. He was the reason why. Now him being back again, I think that's going to put them in the right spot. I'm still, not, I'm still taking the under, though. Yeah, I'll take I'm not the, taking that
1: under. Uh, yeah, I'll take the under. Still not sure what's going to happen with the defense. I do like Dylan Gabriel, but uh, Oklahoma, just like I said, it's really hard to hire three great coaches in a row. They've definitely hired two Hall of Fame coaches in a row. Um, and I, it's really, we got to go find out what program has hired three Hall of Fame coaches right. in a row. Like three of them, back to back to back. That's really tough to do. Like it's really hard to do. Especially in the collegiate game. It's just tough to do in any sport, right? Uh, And that's basically what we've been asking Oklahoma to do. I guess the odds on that will be really low. But they do have a great administration, and they really hire well. Texas hires well in other sports, but not so much in football. Texas hasn't had that type of track record. Um, I think
0: think the only team that would be able to say that they got a Hall of Fame coach after Hall of Fame coach after Hall of Fame coach in the NFL version of it would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, that's yes. That would be the yes. one, right? Yeah, because they they yep. stay with their coaches longer yep. than most would normally. Chuck Noll so. to
1: Cower to Tomlin. Yep. Yes, yep. I agree with you on that. Yep. It's it, honestly that may be the only. That only, might be the only one. The only example of it in all the sports. It's yeah. just really tough to be able to do yeah. that. Uh, but, as like I said, Oklahoma, who knows? Maybe Vintles will be that guy. He'll take him to the Big 12 title this year, I'll eat, I'll eat that crow. But I'll take the under right now on 9.5. And, and I think that honestly may stick him right at 9. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State, six wins over under. I'll take the over. Man, that's, that's Mike Gundy. I I, I mean, disrespected Mike Gundy, man. I, I know he had a hard end to last season, but Gundy's been a hell of a coach yes. for a long time. And with different quarterbacks, different systems, he adapts really well. He hires really good coaches. Man, I'll take,
0: I'll take Gundy. Yep. I'll take the man. I'm down. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking at. I'm a man. I'm <laughs> over forty. Right? Now he's over yeah. fifty. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Mike Gundy. No matter what, he finds a way to win. Although he's losing his quarterback, uh, Spencer Sanders finally yes. is gone. Yes, but. Uh, I still believe in what Mike Gundy does. He's irritating us all get out. And some of those wins that he gets, you know, those are ones that the coaches don't make the adjustments. And he probably should be losing more games. But he finds a way to get it done. So, I'm going roll with you.
1: Uh, okay, let's go with uh, TCU at 7.5 wins. Ooh, what do you think? I got to tell you, though, um, man, last year I know it was uh, it was surprising, but – Man, I, I just don't think I right now can.
0: You don't believe that's happening again? It, it I don't, know. I, I don't want to, again. I just
1: don't want to go with the over with TCU, considering how many seniors and veteran guys they had last year, and it seemed like a perfect storm. But, yep. I mean, they got. I, I like the coach and I, and the quarterback initially won the starting job. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Before Max Duggan got the job after he got hurt and then ended up being a Heisman finalist for the job. So, uh, I'll go under with TCU. I'm going to
0: go right at seven wins. So, so yeah, i be the yeah. under. I'll go be under. right at seven.
1: I, I'm reluctant. I'm begrudgingly doing yeah. it because I, I do like the coach. Yeah. But. Oh, dang, sorry about yeah. that, guys. I can't forget about this table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, it's a, it transports you to different era. Yeah, it does. All right, there you go. It does. Um, okay, so Texas Tech, uh, over under seven and a half. Weeks. Everything
0: runs through Lubbock. <laughs> Don't ever forget that.
1: <laughs> Joey McGuire. Yeah. Oh, he's doing a hell of a job in recruiting, though. He's doing some of the best early evaluations Right now, in of any coach in Texas, they're doing a really good job in recruiting. Uh, that's for the future of Texas Tech football. But last year, first year, I think they beat, uh, for a first-year coach, to beat Oklahoma and Texas in the same at Texas year. Tech in the yeah. same year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seven half wins. Man, I'll, I'll take the over with Tech. I'll take the over. Jody McGrath's got me believing a little bit.
0: Uh, I believe in him, but some I don't going know. Out. Yeah, he does, and I think the number's going to be seven again. I think that's a team that's going to be under – they're going to be right at seven wins. I know a lot of people, including myself, I look at them as there's a couple games here and there mm-hmm. that they're going to need a big play from somebody. I just don't know who it's going to be. I do like Tyler Shuck, but he's another guy that gets hurt a lot. He does. you got to have that good backup now. And we talk about the backup position a lot of times in a lot of different teams. I don't know what their backup situation is just yet, but – I will put them at seven wins right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, okay, let's go to, I think, the last one here before we get to Texas is West Virginia. Uh, they got West Virginia at five and a half wins. It's the over-under for West Virginia. Um, I'll go there. i will under. I'll go under, too, yeah. That's sad,
0: too, because I I'll like Neil under. Brown, but he's just not cutting it, and he's not getting the players that he needs out there. Nope. And, you know, there's going to be another opportunity for him somewhere else, but I think his time in – Morgantown is coming to an end. Do you think he makes Uh, it to to November? I do not. He's another one of those coaches that may be looking for a job. They might have to put the interim tag on somebody for a while.
1: Uh, Texas, the last one here, over under for Texas, nine and a half wins. Uh, They got Texas two losses at Houston, as we mentioned one of them earlier, and at TCU, both of them on the road, the West something they got wins over under Texas nine and a half wins. Arch, I'm I'm all, all over on the Kool Aid, yeah. man.
0: I'm all in it. This is it. Yeah, I'm homerism today. I'm going all in in it. Ten, 10 or eleven. We got. I think we're getting eleven wins this year. Uh, well, just take the over. Just take the over. over yeah. But you're yeah.
1: right. They should <laughs> be hovering around eleven wins. Yeah. That's not crazy to talk about. They yeah. should be at ten to eleven wins. Uh, I'll say. I'm, a, I'm definitely going over because if not, then we're having a different discussion about oh yeah, there's going to be a lot of things and his future at Texas. In. That's right. If he's not in that category of being yeah. over nine and a half wins, so I'll say the over. I don't like the losses though. The losses they have at U of H and at
0: TCU. I don't believe in the U of H one. I mm. told you I thought the game would be Alabama, mm. and I said K State scares me.
1: I got the Iowa State game scares me too because that's on the road, I believe as well. You play yeah. Iowa State on the road. That one scares me. The Bama game, of course, should scare you. Um, I'm with you. That K-State game, always. Yeah. K-State's a damn good team. The purple kryptonite, as you call it. Yeah, man. Uh, don't forget about that. Of course, Texas OU. It's Texas yeah. OU. Yeah. They got embarrassed. So anytime you get embarrassed, yep. as a, a once program a like Oklahoma, yep. they coming back with a vengeance. Uh, so yeah, there are a couple of interesting games, but yeah, That's all they're caring always. about
0: right now, to be no quite doubt. honest
1: with you. Yeah. Uh yeah, no doubt. Trust me, I was embarrassed in that game on the other yep. side of it. Yep. And it was an obsession of mine for an off season too. So I get it. All right, uh, what you got coming up for the people on Harshlock Live. We're, harsh gonna, we're
0: gonna update everybody on what's going on in the college world series. Some teams are already at home, one of them being Stanford, uh, and I'm gonna give you an update on some of the guys that are going to have their names called coming up here pretty soon in the Major League Draft. All right, we'll get into
1: some hardball with my man Hardball Hards right here on Baldon.
0: Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available twenty-four-seven to help. From fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at blue Nile dot com. Blue Nile.com. the
1: wow, Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure.
0: Mike, you have to be so combative. Yeah, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks. Street, my man. He has emotional anger issue problem. Hey, are you dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! It's the not It's the hard for
1: us. Get it,
0: treat it, treat it. Welcome back to the Smooth Soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. It's your boy Hardball Harge. And we are on location. As my man Rob Babers like to say, we are looking live. That's right. We are here at this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful establishment. Mm-hmm. My man Jay Parks Saloon and Standard. And it's definitely 21 and up. 21 and up. We got e- clarification. Everywhere. It is 21 and up. Yeah. And 18-year-olds can come with a responsible adult. But you got to be responsible. And sometimes you are the responsible adult at 18 because sometimes parents get a little bit out of hand. Well. But that's how we get down. <laughs> I, I'm never apologizing for that. <laughs> but you can follow me on Twitter at HardballHard. You can follow my man, Rod Babers, at Rob Babers. @RobBabers. You can also cyberstark our man, Patrick Davis, who oddly enough is off on Juneteenth, but Rod and I are still working. But uh, Patrick does well deserve some vacation time, much, much needed time away. For sure. Jack, what's your uh, What's your Twitter handle?
1: You can find me at Jack A. Farrell. Farrell is F-A-R-R-E-L-L. Like Colin Farrell, not like Will Farrell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that right there. I like mm-hmm. that. Way to break it down. But thank you for holding it down. He'll be with us all week, and we'll be chopping it up with you. We'll see you tomorrow when we get back in the studio. Looking forward uh, to but it. But I wanted to. But I wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, College World Series. And I've been watching Twitter and I've been seeing everybody go through their moments of uh, withdrawal for Texas baseball. Rightfully so. I mean, it'd be a totally different way of going about things if you got a chance to watch your Texas Longhorns play. But there is some good baseball that is being played. And one of the biggest games that you would definitely want to watch will be going on today, tonight, 7 o'clock, first pitch. Wake Forest and LSU will be playing each other. Wake Forest is the number one team uh, in the nation, and uh, LSU was the number one team for most of the year. And so this is going to be a big matchup. But one of the matchups that I wanted to talk about was Tennessee and LSU, two SEC teams, played the other night. A right-handed pitcher, Paul Skeens, who was a former uh, Air Force Academy Uh, first player, decided to transfer from the Air Force Academy. But he did say in an interview that I heard this week that he plans on going back to the Air Force Academy after Mm -hmm. his career is done with baseball, which this man is projected to be the number one, two, or three pick in this year's Major League Draft. But just so you know, Paul Skeens went seven and two-thirds innings. He struck out 12 on Saturday. Struck out 12, and let me just tell you this. He threw, I think they said 12 pitches, 12 to 14 pitches, over 100 miles an hour during the game. Uh, and it, crazy. late in the game, he was throwing 97 miles per hour before he was taken out. They let him go out there, continue to pitch. I think he threw over 120 pitches. But the other part about him is he had 200 strikeouts this season, and he became the second LSU pitcher to reach that mark behind Ben McDonald, who had 202 in 1989. Now, I, don't, I do believe Skeens will get another opportunity to pitch, so I believe that record will be broken. It will be his and his alone. But a lot of Texas fans got a chance to watch him up close and personally when he played for Air Force when Texas had the regional and Air Force Academy was here to play in that. He also caught last year. So when you was bringing up Shohei Otani, Paul Skeens is someone – that could possibly be that type of player. And When he went to LSU, he told him he didn't want to hit. He said, I don't want to hit. I just want to come out here and pitch. I want to get better on the mound. Now they're losing their pitching coach at the end of this run because he just just accepted the job at Georgia as their head baseball coach. So he will be the new coach there. But for him to go out there and be able to pitch the way he's pitched, Jay Johnson, who came from uh, Arizona, Now is the head baseball coach there. He's always been able to teach hitting. This is going to be one of the matchups that you will want to see throughout history. Mm -hmm. Wake Forest, big bruising. I I don't know if you got a chance to watch them this weekend. They just muscle the ball all over the place. They just muscle it, muscle it, muscle it. They swing the bat well. They beat, beat Stanford, who was just sent home. They lost to Tennessee today. They were sent home. But uh, Wake Forest, they beat them 3-2, and now this big matchup. Stanford, they played well. They played really well again. It's just today Tennessee just overmatched them and ended up beating them. So there's a lot of good games that are still going to be going on this weekend. I mean, this week, as you know, it's double elimination, TCU. They still have to play. They play tomorrow, I believe, at 1 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 1 o'clock. And they play Oral Roberts. Oral oh, Roberts, another team hot. that was hot at the right time, but they just couldn't finish those bats. That first night, walk-off fashion. Mm-hmm. Well, Carl Ravage thought it was a walk-off, but it ended up they had to finish it out. Carl Ravage kept saying, he hits it out, it's a walk-off. Wait, no, uh, they'll be back for the bottom of the ninth. They still have to go out there and finish. But TCU, only team from the Big 12 that's in the College World Series, still has a big, big opportunity today. I mean, tomorrow to take on Oral Roberts, the ones who have had a great run, been talked about a lot. You've been seeing all these different uh, posts about Oral Roberts, and they got the best T-shirt that's out there. Uh, I know that I've been looking forward to those T-shirts. But uh, I also wanted to give y'all an update on the shots at Rocco's. This number is through the roof just just a heads up from uh, LSU is by far going to win the, the shot, challenge. shot challenge for sure. And the reason why I say that is I heard somebody just the other day, two hours ago, Florida had 1,694, 1,694, TCU, 3,092, Wake Forest, 5,193, Virginia, struggling. Five sixty six. <laughs> Oral Roberts twenty five hundred. LSU twelve thousand shots. You know them, the people from Louisiana. They're That's coming wild. in. They're going hard. Stanford, you might want to take a couple shots because you're on your way home right now. <laughs> so go ahead. They were at six ninety two, and Tennessee is fifteen eighty eight. No one, and I mean nobody, is going to catch LSU. In the shot challenge, and they're going to continue to do that. Won't they? Uh, like five dollars a shot. Though? Five dollars a shot. Wow. I saw one guy walk up and say, "I want to buy a thousand dollars worth of shots." Mm. Just walked up. She said, "You want to do what?" She said, "He said, I want to buy a thousand dollars worth of shots." LSU was at five thousand before they even played a game. Exactly, exactly. And now before they're at twelve they they, the before they even played a game. <laughs> now they're at twelve thousand, and that was two wow. hours ago. That's unbelievable. So, after tonight's game and during tonight's game, I'm sure those numbers are going to go Crazy. through the roof. So if Rocco's, shout out to you. You're doing a great job. You're making money, but I need to know where that money's going. I thought I thought y'all was going to donate it to somebody. Man, because you got these challenges, they normally I think get they a,
1: do donate a portion of it. If
0: I'm not mistaken, just it's a
1: not. It is a portion. I don't know what how how much of it, but they do donate a portion. Yes, it, to some cost.
0: But. So last year, last year thirty-one thousand. Shots were, were sold. This year they're already at 27,000, and they're not even halfway done with the College World Series. In Texas. And if LSU keeps winning, say, yeah. if LSU keeps winning, they're going to surpass that maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. It's crazy. Yeah. Is there any
1: connection between
0: winning teams and the shots? Do you know that? No, I think no. it's more about the teams that are losing and the shots. <laughs> <laughs> Drowning their sorrows? Drowning their sorrows
1: out, for sure. Oh, man. Uh, there you go. A little update on the College World Series uh, happening right now. And know Longhorn fans, a little upset. Yes. Uh, fans, of course, of college baseball, but without their team in it, uh, a little bit uh, dejected. But, I uh, mean, yeah. Harsh, keeping you uh, abreast of everything happening. And I've been, been watching every one of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah. heard it's been really entertaining. It's yeah. just, uh, I imagine, it's hard to stomach for Longhorn fans considering their team not in it at uh, the time. Absolutely. All right, we come back. Uh, we'll get into a little off the record. Uh, we got a couple of stories in off the record we'll share from the weekend. We'll dive into that and give you some more details about Jay Park Saloon and Standard, the uh, fantastic place that we're at now, the grand opening of it, uh, and why you need to come out and make it one of your uh, spots for date night. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful. night. DD D Mega Doodoo I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Delhi Cat Essen. Well, I don't get a day and comb.
0: Well, congratulations. Continue. Good sex in the sex in the big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live!
1: I can I'll write it and we'll do it live! And thing sucks! All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Okay, TMZ reported this past weekend that they obtained a video of Ja Morant. And they actually, they showed the video, of course. Mm-hmm. There's a link to it. And I it, except I don't know how they obtained it, but it's TMZ. Uh, these days, TMZ is pretty much known as being as credible and trustworthy as any news source out there. Uh. And the video shows a, it doesn't necessarily say it's John Morant, but based on the tattoos um, that John Morant has on his right arm, it, the, the guy, whoever, or gal, whoever's in this video would have the same exact tattoos as John Morant. So people are assuming this is John Morant's arm. And it, in the video, you can see Morant, who they have identified as John Morant by the unique tattoos, attempting to show a what looks like a weapon but it was just a lighter cuz there are two candles in the video right and then the gun which is actually a lighter is used to light the candles um and the, it's basically like yeah I mean the flames came out of the gun I I think I kind of seen these before um like I said, TMZ got it out. TMZ is not saying where they got it from. They said that Ruto Jha sent the video around to those close to him after they questioned why he was brandishing a firearm on social media yet again. So he's been suspended 25 games, but this, I guess, is kind of a, a backdoor way. Yeah. Uh, via proxy, if you will, for him to do some – a little bit of uh, public relations – Try to do a little damage control here. Well, at least this is out there in the public realm for consumption in the court of public opinion. Now, did it affect what Adam Silver was investigating, and it did it affect the investigation or his decision to suspend him? I don't think so. We heard from Adam Silver when he said, it's not going to affect my decision really at all. But maybe for the sake of these sponsors and the moms and dads out there that are thinking about you know trying to steer their son or daughter away from looking at John Morant as a mentor or as someone who could be a role model, uh, maybe that's what this is about. Maybe he wants to clear things up that this was a part of the discussion. It's, it's not an excuse, but it was not a real firearm. That's what he would be insinuating here, implying here.
0: Yeah, and that's the other part about this is he's trying his best to, as you say, do some damage control. But his PR team, y'all need to take a step back and just stay out of the limelight. Take step Don't. Back. Yeah, exactly. You need to do some Gary Patterson. Take a step back. Because your PR team is, is working extra hard for everything that you're doing right now. Every single day that there's something that comes out that leads you to a spot to where people are, are always going to be questioning you. He put out another post today that people close to him also believe that the NBA is out to get him. And I'm like, you're putting yourself on there. You're allowing yourself to be put in these situations that have nothing to do with the NBA. You know what the rules are. You know that you are not treated like everybody else in the real world. And the Players Association, obviously, is going to have something to say about the suspension because they may go against it. They may end up appealing some of it. But you've done this to yourself, man. Don't try to make light of the situation by showing a fake gun lighting some candles. man.
1: No, I don't think he's trying to make light of it. I I think he... Hopefully. He understands how serious it is. And I don't think he's trying to make light of it. I think, number one, it's for the court of public opinion so that those who are, like, defending John Morant, they have more, you know, ammunition, right, to defend. No pun intended there. Probably should use a better word. Uh, they, they, they have, uh, obviously, they have, more, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> they have more material to defend him with. And in the appeals process, which... It's inevitable. We all assume that his team is going to appeal. The players' association will appeal this suspension. This will, maybe this will be a part of the appeal,
0: right?
1: That oh no, it was actually a lighter. It wasn't. I oh, it was a lighter, and it wasn't actually a real gun. But like I said, I don't. That's what he tried if, to if say. If that's gonna be to your him. big, if that's gonna be your stance, and that's gonna be your big push during the appeal. I, if I'm Adam Silver, I wouldn't give it to him. No, based on that, it's like you got to come at something better than that. that
0: like you said, I, I need, thought what you said was perfect. I need, I need go, to go to the gun range, show taking a class, yeah. show doing all the things a responsible person is supposed to do when yeah, it comes to this. That's still type being of irresponsible,
1: right? Because you know you, right. you are literally mocking the fact that you were using a real gun as a toy by breaking out a toy gun. Yeah,
0: that's what you, I'm saying. Like. This like, PR team is tired right now. <laughs> you remember the, the the picture of that lady that was sitting outside of Popeye's chicken, leaning over, <laughs> just dealing with publicist? it? That's his publicist That's his right publicist now like, because Damn. they're like, man, again? Like, yeah. they're afraid to pick up their phone or look at a at a text message that somebody else is going to give him because he just hasn't. Figured it out, man. Yeah, so I'm glad this didn't come directly from him,
1: but we know it is indirectly from Ja and his camp. So we'll see where it leads, but that video was out there from TMZ over the weekend. Also a video over the weekend that I thought was strange. It was Father's Day related. Uh, Jordan Love posted a video on social media of him. Well, you know what? Here's the video. (laughs) It's short, so we can discuss it after. Uh, Jack, play the video of uh, the audio of uh, Jordan Love giving a Father's Day shout-out to a, a certain fandom.
0: Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. Go, Paco. Go. Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there.
1: All right. Okay, so why is he wishing Father's Day to the Bears fans? Was this a troll job? Was he trying to troll the Bears? And
0: if he is trying to troll, that is the dumbest troll ever because you're not a participant When it comes to that, right? You're not that guy that was part of the the beating of the Bears. The only one who should be able to Happy Father's Day should be Aaron Rodgers. Should be the one saying that. You got it backwards.
1: Yes. Thank you, Jack. You get it backwards. Actually, the irony is, it should be (laughs) you should be their daddy. You basically made yourself the son. No, They're wishing them happy Father's Day, which makes the Bears the father in this particular situation. Bad omen for so, his career. Yeah, you just trolled yourself. You well, tried to troll them you, and you trolled you yourself. yourself. <laughs> like that is I can't believe and it. And
0: Aaron Rodgers is the only one that can do anything against the Bears. He he's the one who says that he's their daddy. He's he the one the with daddy. their belt. Yeah, you have is. nothing to do with this.
1: I can't believe Jordan Love. <laughs> Trolled himself on that one. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> a dang coaching mistake there, Jordan Love. All right, uh, we'll come back. We'll get into some other uh, news notes and nuggets. We'll start with the NFL. Is Mike McCarthy on the hot seat? Come on, Is now. his job in jeopardy? We'll discuss that on the other side. We'll also get into some other NFL news notes and nuggets. Pro Football Focus has a lot of rankings, so we'll explore some of those as well and see where the Cowboys and the Texans are. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9, The Horns.